Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You can now call in your questions to the 4Play question voicemail. Dial 833-MY-4PLAY. That's 833-MY, the number 4, PLAY. Or 833-694-7529 and leave your question. And we'll use the questions for our mailbag episodes. Hello again and welcome to 4Play Radio Sex Therapy. I'm your host, certified sex therapist Lori Watson, author of Wanting Sex Again, and blogger at Psychology Today and WebMD. And I have with me Dr. Adam Matthews, my co-host, who's a couples therapist, psychotherapist, and president of NCA. MFT. Foreplay is dedicated to helping couples keep it hot. Each episode, we cover an aspect of sex that impacts your sex life and something that you can relate to. So if you find our discussions helpful, please give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. We would love it if you would tell a friend about us. You can find us also on the web at foreplayrst.com. And if you have a comment or a topic that you'd like us to talk about, we'd love to hear from you. Please send them to us at info at foreplayrst.com. Thanks for listening. Now on to today's topic. Hey, everybody. Back again at Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy. Glad you are with us. I'm Dr. Adam Matthews, couples therapist here with our awesome sex therapist, writer, blogger, extraordinaire. If you have not picked up Lori's book yet, Wanting Sex Again, what in the dang world are you waiting for? Go get it. Um, Go read it. It will help. It will also give you a basis for what we talk about in here. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to talk about people who need sex therapy today and what sex therapy is all about. And I think that my book is a good primer in terms of, you know, all the different sexual problems that couples go through. It's essentially written developmentally. So young couples through childbearing years, through menopause and aging and all of that. But there's lots of different issues that are both psychological and physiological. And people ask me, you know, first of all, what in the world is sex therapy? People are scared of sex therapy, Lori. They're going to be scared, (laughs) right? They think I'm Barbara Streisand, you know, and meet the Fockers. Like, (laughs) hey, I kind of am wearing these like wavy sorts of stuff today. I can assure you, though, she has no, you're not going to come and sit on pillows, right? (laughs) You're not going to drink kombucha unless you just absolutely want to. (laughs) There's no mirrors involved. (laughs) There's in sex therapy, there is no exams, no sexual touching between the therapist and the partner. And 
no sexual touching within the session itself. That's all homework. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, that, those are some misnomers that come up when you talk about sex therapy, yeah, right? No nudity, none of that. It's yeah. all talk therapy. That's right. And I, I think the scary thing is, is you know, most people have never been told, oh, you know, I think you need a sex therapy appointment. That's like the weirdest thing in the world. But my my doctors in the area often give out my card and say, you'll like her. She's normal. You yeah. know, <laughs> it's like talking in a living room. You know, but you're talking about this really explicit stuff. Right. You know, this – and you don't say that. You don't talk about the most explicit stuff in the very first session. Right. You know, we, we give you, you a little you, time you to ease, warm up. You ease everybody into that? I do. Right. I do. I think people in general um, – this goes for couples therapy as well as sex therapy. But mm-hmm. they – sex therapy just has a more – a little more uh, taboo feel around it to a lot of people. And it, it needs to be more normalized. Um, but people – couples tend to wait – at least six years, that's the yes. average, too long before they come to therapy. And that's for, what the research says. And for sex therapy, I think sex therapy could be longer, right? Probably. Because because people are going to be very resistant to saying we need sex therapy. To talk about their sex life is just something so taboo, yeah. right? Why do you think it's so scary? Like, why is it so difficult for people well, to, to move into that direction? It's a shame-based issue. You know, we, we want to believe the cultural sentiment that everybody's having hot sex and we're with them. You know, I think also it's just we're conditioned, right? Sex is private, very private activity. We don't talk about those things and we certainly don't share in reality what's happening with hardly anybody else, mm-hmm. let alone going to see a therapist who specializes in this. That just seems weird, mm-hmm. can seem really scary. Yeah, I guess I, I would like to say that I, I see three types of issues that come through my door. And the first issue is kind of the the young couple, maybe they're newlyweds or people who have very sex specific problems. They're not having an orgasm. He has premature ejaculation. Maybe, you know, erectile dysfunction has begun for whatever reason. Or one likes to do this kind of act and the other doesn't. I mean, there can be numerous, innumerable things that are very sexually oriented and they've never really talked about it well with each other. They don't have an erotic language. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the goals in sex therapy is to provide people with a a way to talk to each other about it. But Mm. I mean, this is usually easy peasy stuff. I mean, orgasm and premature ejaculation, you know, we often solve in two to six sessions and people struggle with this all their lives. Oh my goodness. So, I mean, it's, it's something that can get fixed. Yeah, it's like that creaky door that I just have an oil jet that yeah. I, I live with for like 10 years until I finally right. go, you know what? I got WD-40. I can fix this <laughs> yeah. really quickly, right? Yeah. So you are the WD-40 um, <laughs> right. to, to orgasm, sort of to orgasm and ED. So to speak. So to speak. <laughs> uh, listen, I don't think you guys know how often, like the double entendre, how much we resist to the double entendre. So we, when we indulge in one, you got to give us one every now <laughs> every now and then. That's right. right. It's so easy when you're talking about sex, yeah. too, to so, be funny. So what's the what's the uh, next tier? You're talking about some tiers. Like, that's the easy ones, right? Yeah, those, that, those are the easy ones. So, so basically, people wait often too long for that. And sometimes sex, most of the time, uh, when they come see me, sex is embroiled in the power struggle in the marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, so they're fighting over, like, frequency. How often do you want to do it? I want to do it more than you do. And it's it's a battleground. They've mm-hmm. just chosen sex as the battleground. I mean, they could have chosen money. 
They could have chosen time spent together. But this couple chooses sex. And I think in a marriage, usually there's a commitment for fidelity. So it becomes really a desperate struggle. You know, because yeah, you can't you have that are, field anywhere else. You know, I can I can hire somebody to be my handyman. You know, mm-hmm. I can hire somebody to take care of the children. I can hire out my housework. I can hire out a lot of things, but I can't hire out sex. You know, if that's our commitment, right? Yeah. And so, so that's why it's a little more desperate, and people get stuck there. They get into like loggerheads with each other, mm-hmm. and that takes longer. I mean, because we're doing, you know, and I know you know this, and I know you actually do sex therapy as well. Yeah. You're dealing with all these things, Adam. But, right, it, it could take 15 sessions, 15 or 16 sessions, before a couple starts to feel a release of that stranglehold, hmm. you know, on sex. Because it's a hard one to give up. That power struggle is so difficult to give up because it's engaging and you feel like you are fighting for your position. Um, mm-hmm. And you feel, if you feel like if you stop that battle, then you're going to be giving in, mm-hmm. right? And you're going to lose, right? And I think that's what we talk about all the time. And you're right, sex becomes that battleground, but it's it becomes a I win and you lose or you win and I lose. Yeah. Situation yes. and rather than we win. And I think that's one of the things that sex therapy provides, um, couples therapy too, but it provides a way out of that where you both win, right? right? You both get to orgasm, yeah, right? Get back, and you don't, get you back. both get to have more sex and more time together. Like you get to have your needs met and your partner gets to have their needs met as well. Well, um, I, th- I think therapy is a way uh, that changes people's thinking. So I had a couple who came in and said, you know, this is first session, and they were struggling over frequency. And they said, well, but give it to us straight, right? One of us is actually at the end of this is going to have sex more often than they want to, and the other is going to have sex less often than they want to. Isn't, isn't that the truth? And I said, no, because the want issue changes. That's what therapy does, is mm-hmm. once we deeply, deeply understand the way our partner feels about sex and what they need to to come to the bed, right, it changes everything. So, you know, when, when the person who has low desire sees that this is the way my partner feels love, I mean, it isn't about, oh, they just want sex from me. Mm-hmm. I mean, that it changes the way we feel. So we approach each other so differently. Or my partner is so resistant. My partner is frigid. I, God, I've heard that so many times. It's just crazy. You know, and their partner isn't frigid. Their partner has said, actually, you know what? I like it this way and you've ignored me, you know. And once they resolve those things on a deep level, it's like they walk toward each other in empathy. So it's no longer based in, you know, I'm just doing more than I want. And we've somehow or another averaging the number of times we do it over the week. Yeah. A lot of times I think uh, sex therapy as well is the first time that people have ever really talked about these issues. Mm -hmm. They fought about the issue a lot. But as far as listening to what their partner needs and having a deeper conversation about it and being specific and all those kind of things, sex therapy can become one of the first times that they actually begin to talk about the power struggle between them and how to give that up, which I think becomes helpful. Right. And I think there's a third tier, and that really is people who come from maybe poor childhoods that are – they come out of that childhood insecurely attached. There wasn't enough affection or maybe, God forbid, there was trauma. Mm. And it, it could be trauma of many sorts. I mean it could be childhood sexual abuse. It could also just be abuse, period. It could be parents who were fighting all the time, an alcoholic parent, you know, a, pers- a parent who stopped working. Mm. I mean there's lots of ways, unfortunately, that families traumatize children. And – when you come from trauma, you're always alert. Your body is saying, you know, I need to watch out. Mm-hmm. And sex requires us to be able to relax, to let our boundaries down, to feel uninhibited. And so it's difficult to 
to do that from that kind of family. So therapy becomes a healing instrument to actually allow yourself to hunger again for touch and hunger for affection and make it safe to have those desires. Would you say as well, you mentioned childhood trauma, which obviously I think is vitally important that you work through. Mm -hmm. Um, Would you also say that the third group includes adult trauma like like a rape or oh, a yeah. military deployment yes. Um, yes, or a natural disaster that you've lived through, yes. right? Anything right. anything like that. Um, I mean, it could yeah. be that big, but it could, it could be smaller as well that affects us as adults that then we, we bring back into our relationship. So coming back from that, maybe your sex life was vibrant and fulfilling before this, and then mm-hmm. this trauma occurred mm-hmm. as an adult, and you're having difficulty rebounding from that that your resiliency may be low there. Unfortunately, 75% of adults who have suffered acute trauma struggle with sexual problems, Mm -hmm. usually low desire because of this this problem of vigilance that they feel like they need to be constantly vigilant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's a big one. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. So – that's a that's that's people that come to sex therapy, yeah. right? And some things that keep them from coming to sex therapy. But I think we want to come back from the break, right, and talk about what you can expect what? to happen in your first sex therapy appointment or in sex therapy in general overall, right? Because they're expecting they might be expecting you to come in and have to lie down on some cushions and touch each other and yeah, all that no. kind of all that kind of business, right? No. We're gonna we're gonna no, dispel some that. of that, right? And just for the record. You know, I do do sex therapy intensives where people fly in for the weekend and we do, you know, long work together, like 12 hours, 12 to 14 hours in one weekend. And I think I say that in the break as well. But so we'll come back right after this and talk about what to expect in sex therapy so people know and maybe hopefully feel less afraid. You're listening to Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy with your sex therapist, Lori Watson, and couples therapist, Dr. Adam Matthews. So Adam, we're going to do a new thing. We are going to offer a link to Patreon on Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy, which is foreplayrst.com for people who are really interested in helping us develop deeper, you know, more interesting podcasts and also offer resources to them. Yeah, Patreon is a platform where you can directly support things that you love. We know that several of you have been real supportive of us and we hope you would consider being financially supportive as well. Right, because we're running practices and families and we need time really to do more, something like a webinar. We'd like to do some worksheets for you. We really want to expand the resources that we can be able to provide right. to you as our listeners, dive deeper into the questions you have, offer more practical steps for you to have the best possible relationship. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. 
So we're looking for some patrons. We appreciate already the love, the emails that you send. All of that is great. So if you love listening to us, you can find out how to support us by going to our website, foreplayrst.com. Thank you so much for considering that. We appreciate it. Speaking with certified sex therapist Lori Watson from Awakening Center for Couples and Intimacy. Lori, what is an intensive? So an intensive is 12 to 14 hours of therapy all in one weekend. And it's a way to really make fast progress on an issue that you've been stuck in. Maybe it's a sexual issue or a relationship issue. People will fly in maybe on a Friday and we'll do three hours usually, get them acclimated, kind of set a direction. And then on Saturday, we usually do four or five hours and Sunday morning, four or five hours as well. Compared to weekly therapy, I mean, there's just so much more you can get done when you have a chunk of time. How do people know if an intensive will help them? I do an initial hour interview to make sure that the candidate is suited for that kind of deep, long work. And also to make sure that I'm the right person. And for the record, if you don't choose to come in and see me, then you don't have to pay for that hour. Overcome the challenges in your relationship and your sex life. Learn more about intensives and Awakening Center's other services at awakenloveandsex.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Adam Matthews, and I want to welcome you to Matthews Counseling. At Matthews Counseling, we believe it is our job to come alongside you in whatever difficult challenges of life you are in and help you rediscover hope and to find the strength that you have to face those challenges. We believe in people, specifically that no two people are alike and therefore they need solutions that are unique to them. We strive to create a safe and comfortable place for you to explore who you want to be and identify the obstacles standing in your way. Oftentimes, the first step toward finding help is the hardest, but it can also be the bravest. At MatthewsCounseling.net, we strive to help make the first step easy. There, you will find our blog with some great resources from our therapist. You'll also find a link to our client portal where you can schedule directly with our therapist at your convenience. We offer free 30-minute consultations, either in person or over the phone, so the first step is at no cost to you. Give us a call at 919-587-8018 or again, find us online at matthewscounseling.net. We look forward to working with you. Hey everybody, we're back. More foreplay radio sex therapy. We are talking about what to expect at sex therapy dispelling some of those notions um, that might keep you away. And Lori, some of the things that you can expect, right? Sex therapists are not quacks. No. Right? They're not lunatics. They're not sex-starved or oversexed people. They are actually... Voyeurs. They're not voyeurs, (laughs) right? (laughs) They're not exhibitionists either. Right. They are trained mental health professionals. right? Right. There's actually a specialty in this. You know, who knew? When I was starting out as a therapist, I didn't realize this, but I found out that the reason I entered this field was couples, I was doing premarital training, and couples came back because they had sexual problems, and I didn't realize that it was so pervasive. So I decided to get training in that, and there's several different certifying bodies, and basically, you know, long experience in helping couples with sexual problems, you know, eventually proves to be really effective in this vital area of their lives. Yeah. But we get extra training and certifications and special classes. And that's something what they can look for, right? They can look for, if you're looking up sex therapist, there is a specific license, right? Yeah. I mean, basically you want to look for a certified sex therapist of any organizing body. Yep. 
and sex therapy is talk therapy, right? It's not sex surrogacy, right? You're not going to have to touch anybody or anything, right? You're going to be... It's just going to be a conversation, right? Right. And sex surrogacy is is partnered sex, and that's outside our ethic. Uh, we don't do any of that, and we don't even refer to any of that. So we don't, you know, when people ask us for that, that's that's not our that's not our gig. Right. Um, but it's talk therapy. We basically take you know a history of you. We want to know your relationship history, your sexual history. I think this is one of the biggest fears that people have when they come into it is. You know, what if I have to tell my partner about all this stuff that I've done or the people I've been with? And sometimes we do that in an individual session that's private because we know people are really anxious. And then we help them talk together about what would be relevant to the marriage or to the, the sexual life with each other. So why would, the, why would somebody's sexual history be important Right. Like how does mm-hmm. like I think a lot of people would go and why do you need to know about the first time I had sex or the first well, time? The first like- time it turns out is actually really important to know about because it, it's a template. It, it, we have sexual templates that basically govern our arousal patterns and our desires. And first experiences are really, really powerful mm-hmm. uh, in terms of starting that formation of our arousal template. And so, you know, whether it was a good time or not a good time and whether, you know, how we felt about it is so meaningful into our later experience, ironically. I, I will say there's a big gender difference. I mean, many men, we take forms and we ask them to write this down. And many men say they had an exciting first experience. And many women say, you know, I got rid of my virginity. It was painful. You know, it was once and done. Uh, it was a hookup. I didn't like it. There was nothing big. And I, it's so sad to me that the gender difference is so different in that first experience. But yeah, we want to know everything that is relevant. I mean, we're not there to ask you every last detail. But I think our sexual history sets us up in terms of our expectations, whether they're low or high. Yeah. You know, I think we, we also are, as humans, right, we fall into specific patterns, right? Mm-hmm. And the things that happen to us, whether it's our first experiences, our traumas that have sexual traumas that happen to us, we tend to dismiss those and say that we've worked through them when really what's happened is we've just integrated the things that we took away from there, sometimes at a, an unconscious level or subconscious mm-hmm. level. And we just start to live that out over and over and over again yeah. in different ways. I hear a lot of people that say that when we talk about their sexual traumas, like, oh, I've worked through that. That's not important. Right. As opposed to like the idea that it's still you may have worked through it, but it's still going to affect your sexual life with your and your relationship with your partner. Right. Um, and they way. may feel healed from constant sort of intrusion from sexual molestation issues or something like that. But now they're partnered and, mm-hmm. and you know, there's new things that come up all the time. So, I mean, yeah, there could be reasons that we need to revisit traumatic issues. And you want to be with somebody who's really skilled, right. uh, who can keep you safe and contained as you do that kind of stuff and knows how to direct the yeah. healing so that it improves your uh, sexual desire yeah. and your sex life. I think that's an important takeaway is that this, taking that sexual history occurs in a safe environment in a way that you can feel okay sharing that. The other thing about sex therapy, right, like the goal is to find a winner and a loser, right? You're going to dub one person the more sexually secure and, <laughs> and right one, and somebody is the sexually wrong one, right? This is, is that the what happens? fear. This is the fear. Oh, right? no, that's the fear. I think right. especially as a woman – you know, there's a male partner who often comes in to a female partner, and I think it can feel really scary. Like, okay, this woman's going to align with my wife simply because she's female. But I think good sex therapy is fair. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. And sex therapy is about taking the needs of both partners into into our minds and bearing both in mind as you help the couple. Maybe one person, as we've talked about often, the sexual pursuer feels sex as love. That mm. That is how they feel safe, and that's how they get connected. Whereas the other person says, no, 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 I need emotional connection before I can feel safe enough to be sexually connected. Mm. You know, and hopefully a sex therapist is secure and understands both of those needs and helps the partners see it differently, yeah. you know, in a fair way. I, I do know... You know, sometimes I hear from people bad experiences that they've gone to see some counselor who, you know, just took one side of the story. You know, okay, well, you need to stop asking her so much for sex or you need to stop asking him so much for sex or you need to, you know, and it's like it's really simplistic and they're not thinking of the couple as a system. And that's what they need to do is how each person contributes to the problem. Yeah, I like to say, I don't know if you frame this up for your couples this way, but for my couples, I like to frame it up as I am for you as a whole. For I am for your marriage, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not on, I'm on the side of your marriage. I'm not on your side or your side. Mm-hmm. I'm on your side together. Right. Um, and so my job is to be supportive of your marriage. Like that's the ultimate goal is for your marriage to be successful. And I think you would say the same thing for a couple's sex life that you are for, you want both of them to be um, mutually satisfied. Right, you Contracted for the relationship, not for either party. That's right. Yeah. Although, and you think about that when you do individual work. I mean, Mm -hmm. for me, when, you know, one of the frequent things that comes in is affairs. And, you know, that's a breach of the sexual contract between the two of them. And so actually on that one, I'm not as eager to see them each alone. I usually just see them as a couple because there's already secrets that are involved and I don't want anybody to think, oh, well, what are you really telling the therapist that you're not telling me and the whole reason that you had this affair. And you know, I, I try to see them as a couple. But by and large, if I see them as individuals, then we have an agreement that all of this content belongs to the marital therapy. Mm. So don't tell me something that you don't want me to tell your partner. You can tell me something that you're having difficulty telling your partner, and I'll coach you in a way to do that. But, you know, by and large, you're right. It's a contract for the relationship. Absolutely. I think the other thing um, you can expect that you were saying and I want you to talk about is a respect for where your moral values and differences are in your relationship, mm-hmm. right? We're not going to try, a sex therapist is not going to push you to be radically different than you are at your core, yeah? Yeah, I think people are really anxious. People who, you know, esteem fidelity and they say, oh, you know, this sex therapist, they're going to just say, go go out and have an affair or go out and have a menage a trois or something crazy and to spice it up. And, you know, by and large, obviously our podcast is about helping couples who are committed to each other and who value fidelity. And most sex therapy is that as well. On the other side, we want to be non-judgmental about sexual fantasies and people who come to us with different contracts. I mean, mm-hmm. there are people who have a different idea about that, and it's very open. They've contracted that way. But I, I would just, for the record, say that this whole idea of open relationship is just another set of problems. Right. You know, it, it doesn't. It might solve one thing, but it doesn't solve everything. And people have many, many relational issues in that lifestyle. Yeah. But yeah, I was yelling at the TV the other day when there was a show I was watching where a couple went to couples therapy, 
and they were talking, and their couples therapist on the TV show made that suggestion for them to bring some another partner into the relationship. When you know what? Clearly, I think I saw that too. It was clearly uh, against. It was clearly against okay. the couples more in the whole. Standard. Yeah, and so the whole episode was them wrestling with this. I was like, I, I was just screaming, "No therapist would do that. Right. No self-respecting therapist would do that." Absolutely. Anyway. Um, Absolutely. And so if if that's not your jam, like we ain't going to force that jam on you. Yeah. So, so you gotta, you we gonna be in line with who you are. Um, right. The other thing you mentioned you should expect is growth. What do you mean by growth? So I mean it's going to be challenging. You are going to be asked to eventually think about things that are uncomfortable. Think about your part in it. That's the most uncomfortable thing that therapy does, right? It asks you to reexamine what you've done. Rather, I mean we can easily see what our partner is doing that is wrong or that is hurtful to the dynamic. But suddenly it's like, oh, oh, rats, you know, me too. I guess I'm doing things as well. You know, and also we want to stretch people sexually to have them grow and, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully develop a language, help, hopefully develop more variety, mm-hmm. pleasure, become immersed in pleasure. And those are difficult things to do. You yeah. know, we have to drop our inhibition. We have to drop our boundaries. We have to merge. And that can be really scary yeah. for some people. Yeah, they, we want that growth to be in their st- a step outside of their comfort zone, mm-hmm. right? But not fully into discomfort, right? right. We're not going to stretch somebody so far that they that they break or they move past some boundaries that they put. But there is going to be growth there, right? Right. On a scale of one to ten, six is about where we try to keep it in terms of pacing, awesome. so that they're stretching but they're not like terrified. Yeah, absolutely. Well, listen. Sex therapy is not scary, you guys. It can be at first, but once you step into it, knowing what you can expect, right, can make it a step that's beneficial to your relationship. Especially, I think a sex therapist should be stop one before you get married. Hmm. I mean, talking about this important aspect of your life, especially if you've never had sex, or even if, you know, sex is not that problematic, but it's something to think about really consciously because it's such a deep part that connects us in coupleship. So definitely stop by the sex therapist for those things. So thanks for listening. We're glad you joined us today. If you want more information, Lori, where can they go if they want more information? So they can go to our Facebook, our Instagram, and our Twitter. We're on social media everywhere. And also call us if you have some questions and are willing to be on the show at 833-MY-4, the number 4-PLAY. 833-MY-4-PLAY. All right. Look forward to next time. We'll see you then. Hey, help us stay on top here at Foreplay. We'd love it if you would subscribe and share it with your friends. And please take one sec and rate and review us. Thanks so much. All content is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as a substitute for therapy by a licensed clinician or as medical advice from a doctor. 